0: Hey everybody, Mitch Newman. I am pumped up. I always get wired and fired whenever, whenever I hear my theme song. I know some of you are saying, gosh, I want a theme song. Get yourself a theme song. I've told you this before. Get yourself a theme song. Listen to it every morning before you go out and conquer the world. Just telling you, are going to be better off for it. It's going to raise your frequency through the roof. So that's kind of how I'm feeling at this point right now. I'm kind of, my energy is through the roof. I'm super pumped, super excited to be here. This is Mondays a Mitch. This is another dynamic, exciting breakthrough episode <laughs> of really what it means to lead at a higher level of consciousness, first and foremost, yourself. And then if you choose and desire to do so, to ultimately be able to lead other people. And what better test case, what better proving ground than yourself, so, we get to dispel, and by we, I think it's really me at this point, but I will bring bringing other people on at some point, but it's about dispelling the myths, the rumors, the inconsistencies, the things that no longer line up, the datedness of what it means to be a leader, and it starts from the basic premise that we are all leaders in some form or fashion, whether we think so or not. I can pretty much find a leadership quality or pattern of behavior in anyone I speak to. Now, they may judge it as anything, but yet I'm able to discern and decipher ultimately what that looks like. And then they go, oh, I guess, oh, well, I didn't think of it like that. I guess that is leading. Yes, it is. Now, whether you're doing it from a higher level of consciousness, whether you're doing it with great intention, with great purpose, whether you're ultimately effective at it, that's a different story. And that's really what a lot of the tools that I teach people and and go over here On all of my podcasts uh, on particular topics and subjects around what it means to lead at that higher level. So today I want to talk about something that a lot of times people don't think about. They're they're very embedded in this idea of mentors, people that inspire them, people that have taught them so many things that they've been able to implement in their lives. And sometimes they reference them, reference them by name, and other times they just say, you know, a mentor of mine once said. You know, kind of, they'll kind of associate a quote or something or an experience to to someone, and just label them as a mentor. And those are great because we need mentors. We need people that inspire us. We should all have, not even just one mentor. We should have multiple mentors—people who really come at life from a different perspective, who see things more clearly, perhaps in a way that we're not necessarily aware of, and we can be enlightened about. And they can be in a variety of different topics from personal relationships, professional relationships, whatever that may be, whatever you may, whatever may be doing in the world. So, And how ultimately you're contributing. But there's another group which we don't talk about a lot. And it's really what I reference as our greatest teachers. For sure, my greatest teacher. And I think after listening to this, you may agree with me a little bit. But our greatest teachers are often not those that we would – equate with as people who have necessarily the finest of qualities or necessarily doing the greatest things in the world, but greatest teachers in the sense that when we realize that we are judging somebody and when we realize that we are projecting our stuff onto them, that we start to see that the person that we've judged as an ass is often our greatest asset is often our greatest insight into ourselves and the fears that we may be having about ourselves. The judgments that we hold against others are often the judgments we hold against ourselves. They may be, I used to be like that, so I don't like to be around that kind of energy, and so it's easier for me just to judge them. And those are generally people who have successfully avoided going back there for themselves, but they haven't necessarily processed through it. They haven't necessarily made peace with it. So when they see it, it's still very triggering. Then there are people who have a fear that they could become like that, that given a certain set of circumstances, a given set of circumstances, that they could actually do that. They could actually behave that way. They could actually say the things that this person says. And so they're projecting onto that and they're judging that as well. And then there's a third group, which is, I used to be like that. <laughs> I really was like that. Um, and I have a fear that I could go back to that. I could go back there. So it's an interesting dynamic and it's something that we talk about. And here's the deal, though. Our greatest teachers are those people that we judge as assholes. They just are. Because the simple fact that we're judging them means we spot something inside of them that exists somewhere inside of us. Somewhere, a part of us, not all of us. And so we look at it and we realize, oh, wow, like, look at all the stuff that I have on this person. Look how much time and energy that I put into blaming this person. Look at the case that I build in my mind. Sometimes, listen, we've all done this, and Lord knows I've mastered it as well. I may find myself in the shower getting into an argument in my mind with another person that I've been judging and <laughs> clearly, let's be honest, winning the fight. I'm that powerful. We're all that powerful, right? When <laughs> We're alone, we can win that fight. I've, I've caught myself lying in bed thinking about a situation or circumstance that I've been going through with someone and immediately case building and building this really strong case against this person seeing myself winning. Then, then all of a sudden pulled back and observed myself doing it. I said, you know what? I don't like the way I feel when I do this. Like I'm in fight or flight. I've got cortisol and adrenaline coursing through my body. This is not how I want to live. This is not the way I want to go. And what is it about me that's unresolved that still needs to be addressed so that I can allow this person to just have the dignity of their own process and experience that I don't have to agree with them. I don't have to particularly like them or care for them. Like I'm understanding that given a certain set of circumstances that they've gone through in their life how they've come to certain conclusions about things and how they could choose to behave a certain way, regardless of whether or not I agree with it. the key is is I don't have to be around it. The key is we always have the choice to not put ourselves in a situation or circumstance where we're surrounded by that energy, and we're missing the point if we don't get what we need once and for all that if we're not able to go and resolve some conflicted part of ourselves that we're seeing, experiencing through someone else. See, right now, the goal is to rise above. The goal is to see that projection. Right now, we're at such a dividing point in our country, and really in the world, where people are just taking sides. You know, fear becomes weaponized, and we start to take sides. We're for this and against this. And then it's just about being right. And then it's about judging other people as uneducated or stupid or or ignorant or crazy or whatever it is. And so all we do is all we do is we move further and further away from, well, wait a second, if I'm participating in this, if I'm getting in the gutter around this, what's my opportunity? What's existing inside of me that's that's actually crying out to be transformed that I'm just missing the point? That I'm so caught up in the story that I can't seek a greater outcome for myself. That it's not about whether or not someone is right or wrong. It's really about how can I utilize everything for my growth and upliftment? How can I utilize everything that I'm experiencing and everything that gets triggered inside of me so that I can transform that hurt and that fear into love? To rechannel that energy in a way that serves the greater good. It serves the greater good. So our greatest teachers are not going to be the ones that trigger the crap out of us. They're going to be like nails on, you know, on a chalkboard. They're going to drive us absolutely bonkers and crazy. We're going to tell other people, God, you know, I really can't stand this person because of this and that. And they do this and they can't. It's like enough already. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then you get, then you find allies that agree with you and have the same experience. And so you're both right. And you're not getting all the juice from it. The simple fact that I'm judging somebody means that I'm judging some part of myself. You one point the finger at somebody else, there's three fingers pointing back at you. So I look at it as information. I don't look at it as, oh, I have to turn this now on me. No, I go, oh, this is so Interesting. I have a chance to look a little bit deeper at something that if I'm following this path and I'm letting this person occupy my space and allowing them to really control my emotions and dictate my behaviors, then man, oh man, I must really have something unresolved inside of me that really needs to be addressed. I'm not interested in giving that power away to anybody. I'm also not interested in being right over someone else. It's the, old, it's the Rumi quote, Jalaluddin Rumi. Out beyond wrong making and right making, there is a field. I'll meet you there. That's where stuff gets done. That middle ground where we find out what, what ultimately we have in common that ultimately drives us forward. But we can't go forward if we keep pulling ourselves backwards by needing to be right about why someone else is X, Y, and Z just never going to work. It just creates more drama. It just creates unnecessary conflict. See, the goal isn't to go backwards. The goal is to go forwards. The goal is to march into the future, embracing the magic, embracing the unknown, creating something that's never been created before. Manifesting something that you never thought possible before. Turning this concept of dreams into reality by By believing and seeing and feeling and experiencing them as if they're happening right now. Not somewhere down the road. My dream is to one day. No. The dream needs to be now. And we can't get there if we're holding on to stuff. And we're holding on to people. And we have reasons why we haven't gotten where we wanted to go because of this person did this and this company did this. And all of these case building stuff that doesn't work you think it would make a compelling case in a court of law, but the stuff would get thrown out. Circumstantial evidence, at best. No real proof. It's amazing, though, what happens when we decide something is true. How miraculous and magical we really are to make a decision like that. Y'all, that, that's the truth. That's what it is. No, no, no. Listen, hey. I've tried, Mitch. I've I've talked to the person. I've done, listen, it just, you know, it, it is what it is. I got to move on. I got to, okay. Now, I'm not saying that at times you don't move on and, and hopefully you move into something that's a bigger, better place. But the question is, is, what are you avoiding? See, we convince ourselves that we're avoiding someone else not wanting to deal with someone else, when in truth, what we're avoiding is ourselves. We're not wanting to deal really truly with ourselves. Why these patterns of behavior keep showing up. And somehow we've mastered the story, the art of storytelling, that it's about someone else or something else. And the common denominator in this pattern of behavior is me. Our greatest teachers trigger the crap out of us. And I welcome them because that's where I learn. That's where I learn the most. And that's where I'm ready to receive a mentor. Once I've cleaned all the the debris away and the clutter is gone, then I can really embrace what the mentor is saying and not just have it become some piece of advice or counsel or support that takes me three steps forward only to go two steps back because of all the stuff I haven't resolved. But it allows me to go five steps forward and it allows me to see branches of those five steps going in different directions. And yes, I'm going to get triggered from time to time, but I'm going to use everything for my growth and upliftment. And I'm going to process through that and say, what do I need to own here? What's being reflected back to me by my choice in judging this person in this situation, in this circumstance? Can I get to an ultimate place of gratitude for everything that's been created as a result of my association? See, that's the cornerstone. When you get back to that place where you can rise above, where you can raise your frequency so high that nobody can pull you down. And yes, people will try. That's what people do. They're looking for allies. I feel badly. I need somebody else to join me. Now it justifies why I feel bad. I must be right. I found an ally. When the goal is if we can say, oh, listen, Maybe it's time that I stop waiting for this person or that person or this company or that company to be the person or the company that I want them to be. Maybe it's really now time for me to be the person I've always known myself to be separate and apart from whatever I've done and whoever I've done it for and whoever I've done it with that. I have that power within me that I in fact not only have learned from my greatest teachers. But in one way or another, I've actually become my own mentor. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. So, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.